Hey guys, welcome back to Just Us Things podcast with one boy and Priscilla Isua. I'm always excited to have you guys tune into this podcast and listen. So today we're going to be looking at the last episode on the series dealing with sexuality struggles. It's been quite a long journey, right? And for those who have dropped their feedbacks, for those who have reached out and say, hey, this podcast helped me, you know, I've learned so much about purity. Sorry, I've learned so much about uh, sexual chastity. You know, I've learned so much about sexual struggles and all. Yeah, so I really appreciate you guys for sending in your feedbacks. So today, looking at the last episode, I think I almost, no, I've given part of the topic actually i had said it earlier but let me just say it they were going to be talking about purity yeah which is the last it's the ultimate of this um of this podcast series dealing dealing with sexuality struggles yeah so we're going to be talking about purity and not just purity as in say live pure you know but you're going to talk basically on wholesome sexuality wholesome means something that is complete something that is whole something that is total something that is thorough you know it's finished more like it's a complete thing you know no part is decapacitated no part is faulty no part is you know uh handicapped it's whole it's total yeah so that's what we're going to be looking at today purity wholesome sexuality where you're able to live a sexually pure life there'll be temptations everywhere definitely for me i've had my own share and i know that i will still have more temptations to come you know so recently you know um doing the work of god and meeting lots of persons there and there you know persons will be more moved about what they see physically than even what you do as a child of god so don't be like ah you are a child of god you're a minister as a female you know you look beautiful you look you know all ravishing and all of that you know people will use compliments and all like that and sometimes these compliments can get overboard but persons who are complimenting you may not know and you receiving the compliment you would have a sense of material motives attached to those compliments and if you are not careful you might fall for the flatter you might fall for the compliments and just tend to start conceiving immoral thoughts in your heart so that's what i've noticed recently and i was shocked some of the persons on my contact list they started you know uh teaching series on purity some of them started educating their audiences on their social media on their whatsapp statuses you know i was very surprised that oh it was a timely thing i wasn't the only one who had noticed i wasn't the only one who had you know had the experience to have to see that of late you know sexual immorality is now being slipped subtly or you know unnoticeably in our christian communities so even from mentors to mentees from pastors to uh members and all of that you know they just chip in literally two funny conversations that are sexual or sensual but they will not really look at it as is immoral they will not look at it as it's impure they will just feel like oh it's my pastor complimenting me 
or it's me complimenting my pastor it's me just being free and all of that yes it's possible to be free with your pastor it's possible to be free with your fellow community members in church but you should learn what is overboard you should know the difference between trying to compliment someone and trying to you know drive uh, a sense of immorality and impurity because sometimes when for persons who do not whose mind has been censored that there are some things i can allow into my heart when it comes to words like compliment they may see some compliment and it might disturb their heart they may they may see you using some kind of pet names for them touching them in a funny way and they'll be like oh this thing it's not the usual meaning unless they ask you questions and they get clear that oh i didn't mean it this way it's just as a simple act of of love you know some persons have physical touch as their love language or some persons have words of affirmation as their love language so lots of affirmation can even translate into sexual and sensitive conversation so be very 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 careful you know so just know when someone has crossed your boundary and let them know that oh you've crossed my boundary even though you did not know but you've crossed it and i would like that you stop it you know be very firm with it be very 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 firm let the person know that you are not comfortable with what they are doing so i'm saying this because it's gradually slipping into our christian communities the church is not getting worldly you get so a lot of things that ought not to be tolerated in the body of christ are not being tolerated in the name of i am showing my pastor love or i'm showing my members love i'm showing my mentee love so it's, it's something i have noticed around that's why i decided to say it first that's why i decided to use it as an introduction for today's episode but frankly and by the special grace of god briefly talking about purity and wholesome sexuality it's just to bring you to a reality that you can live sexually pure yes you can actually live a pure life it's possible to live in purity especially in regards to sexuality because most of the struggles we would face hmm, most of the struggles we would face will be sexual especially for the single person especially for the young vibrant christian brothers and sisters you would attract the eyes of many people because you are vibrant because let's say you are good looking let's say you are not good you speak well and let's say you are intelligent so you are going to attract lots of attention and in attracting lots of attention you never can tell what satan might use against you you know i've seen a movie the assassins it's actually a series the christian movie so there's a pastor who was in the movie he he had battled with lust while he was a teenage boy so he grew up then he became very fervent in the things of god he was a very strong christian that even demons were afraid that the mention of his name like you know i'm not saying he's jesus christ now no but when demons you know remember the seven sons of scar when they were casting out demons so the demons were like ah poor i know jesus i know who are you so demons knew this particular man because he was actually pure you know he was a firebrand man he had fire he had the power of the holy ghost within him so nothing was difficult for him to do supernaturally or spiritually but then satan was trying to like bring him down because he was a threat to his kingdom 
So they had planned that they would bring back his weakness as a teenage boy. They would use lust against him. So they came, they tried like severally. He did not work. So they had to check his, you know, his, his uh, fruits, you know, fruits of the Holy Spirit. They had to check the levels of his fruits in the Holy Spirit. And they saw that he was like 100% in almost all of them. So being at 100% in all of them, he had like love and compassion, like about 85%. So that was what Satan wanted to use against him because he was so compassionate, because he was so loving to everybody, even Christian sisters, although he's married, you know, Satan wanted to use that against him to get him to fall into sexual immorality. And the wife had traveled at that time. Satan caused him and his wife to have quarrels in the home. So the woman was not submissive in the bed, you know, you know, her conjugal rights. She wasn't giving this man his conjugal rights or whatever. Yeah, according to first Corinthians chapter 7 in the way apostle paul spoke about sex and consentment and all of that in marriage unless she's fasting and both parties have to agree that okay we would abstain from sexual uh, from sex in marriage for so and so period because of the spiritual exercise but it became more like a scene of struggle for the man in his marriage because the wife wasn't fasting or there was no consent it wasn't a mutual agreement so Satan wanted to use that to get into his home. But luckily, he had a Christian community. So one of his pastors called him and said, at so and so time, please put off your phone. So that was the period that Satan wanted to come for him. He wanted to bring in a lady to the house. The lady would go for an all night, but probably the all night was cancelled. Then she came in and said, oh, pastor, I'm stranded. Oh, I went to this particular place, but the meeting didn't hold again. So the pastor being compassionate will allow her to stay in the home. So they will use that against him. Then they will fall into sexual sin because the wife was away. So they, it didn't work the first time. Then they were very angry. They had to send in their personal agent to go to the house. And personal agent was actually a worker in this man's uh, hospital because he's a medical doctor. So the person, so funny enough, he obeyed the instruction of the pastor that he should put off his phone. So he was praying, worshiping, and then this agent knocked into knocked on his door. And the agent was actually a new convert, you know, but he did not know that she was actually sent from the marine kingdom against him. Or the, the kingdom called the assassins. So when the lady came, she came in acting like she was drunk, so that the man would have compassion on her and allow her stay in the house. So while he she stayed in the house, he like suddenly he fell into sexual sin and all of that so the next day they heard that the man was dead so that was what i thought i thought the man was dead only for me to see that it was a revelation that he had a relation that they sent this agent he knew how she came and everything so when you woke up from the revelation immediately this agent came into the house and he told her every of their plots against him that he drove her out of the house it could not succeed you see so Compassion. I said that because some of us in our Christian communities, we are too compassionate. I'm not saying you should stop being compassionate. I'm not saying you should stop being loving. But the Bible said, let all things be done in moderation. In moderation. So even though you love people, let there be boundaries. Even though you are very compassionate, please, there should be boundaries, especially with the opposite sex. There should be boundaries. Don't stay over the night communicating with them over the phone unless there's something that they are struggling with and they need you to pray with them at that period of the night or just cancel them at that time please cancel them 
you know and nothing casual central should be going on between you unless you are in a relationship even though you're in a, in a relationship you're not yet married so some things should not be consented something should not be allowed in the relationship and in your christian friendships with the opposite sex and then what else are we going to talk about purity yeah purity is is you being pure living a holy life you know you are you are you are able to abstain from sin even when there are temptations because you are submitted to god you're able to overcome these sins able to overcome these temptations that's what purity actually means purity is not like you make a decision by yourself and say oh today i will not look upon this girl lawfully or whatever the day you make up your mind not to commit that sin that is when you won't fall into the sin so purity is an empowerment by the holy spirit yes if you look at the book of romans almost all throughout the book of romans it spoke of apostle paul spoke about an empowerment an empowerment by the holy spirit to live in purity he made mention of how obeying the law has failed us in living a pure life you know god gave moses law that would guide the children of israel so scripture says that by sin, by the law sin came and by sin death came so the law meaning that because the children of israel wanted to like obey a particular thing or be you know just try and keep up with god's rules and regulations in the hands of moses at that time it was very difficult for them it's just like when your teacher tells you to do your assignment every single day in school you know you have to do your assignment or you have to go to school every day early so that they would not punish you but at some point you see that you still flout the others or you probably were not able to keep up with the rules or the laws of the school so when you're not able to keep up with the laws of the school you are punished so it's somehow difficult you know but when these laws eh they are already in your heart you know that oh when i do this particular thing and you are conscious in living it you like becomes your day-to-day life it, bec- it becomes your day-to-day activity that even when you sleep late you must wake up early that has become part and parcel of you it's the same way apostle paul says that we will no longer have to read god's laws in books and obey them but even even the book of hebrews and ezekiel says that he will put the law in our hearts he said he will put the law in our hearts so we would know it we would leave it that's why the book uh, of psalms 119 says that this book of the law shall not depart okay from their mouth okay i think it's jo- uh, joshua chapter 1 verse 8 but you shall meditate upon it day and night and night this book of the law shall not depart from the heart so uh, I think yes, Psalms one one nine, verse one hundred five or thirty five says, uh, "Your law have I hidden in my heart that I should not sin against you." So the the law of God has now become a part and parcel of us. Is in our hearts. It's just like every morning you know that you must greet your parents. You know that you must greet your elders. And wherever you find yourself, you, you don't need any book to remind you that I have to greet my elders. It's the same way God has put his laws in our... It has become part and parcel of us that we cannot do it effortlessly. We don't have to go and be reminded by opening a book and say, Oh, look at what God says in this kind of situation. It's already in your heart. You know what is right. You know what is good. So that's how purity has been implanted in us by the power of the holy spirit that is how the holy ghost has empowered the consciousness of purity that you're able to live pure without you trying to act pure it just comes 
naturally to you because you have the holy spirit in you who has put the consciousness of purity in your life so that's what it means to be pure as a christian that's what it means to be pure in the body of christ because you have the holy spirit that is god's spirit that is holy so if you have god's spirit that is holy in you it means that you will have a holy life because he is there to empower such life and is why jesus christ was able to live without sin because he had the holy spirit empowering him to live pure so our actions our thoughts can be premeditated you know they can be they can be pure from our heart they can be pure before we do them because you have the holy spirit so when you are connected to the holy spirit when you are submissive to the holy spirit when you allow him lord over your life you'll see that it is easier for you to walk in purity you know probably you know that the holy spirit does not like sin it does not like yes you know that the holy spirit frowns against lust he frowns against masturbation he frowns against pornography he frowns against um sexual immorality i know that the holy spirit is holy and he has told you that your temple you have the witness it is bearing with your spirit that your body is the temple of the holy spirit and that anybody who is joined with a harlot is a is a what is a harlot they become one flesh but because christ has paid the ultimate sacrifice for us we should not defy our bodies this these are the things that the, the word of god says well there are some situations where you might forget what god has said you need it is the holy spirit who will now remind you and say hey look at what the scripture even though you do not know the exact place in the scripture so you know that the the scripture says so and the holy spirit has come to remind you that is what jesus christ said about the holy spirit that he will remind you of everything that i have taught you and even show you things to come so when temptations want to come or when satan wants to like just like the story i shared when that man was to you know be when when they made plans to destroy him through sexual immorality and bring back his teenage weakness a lot revealed it to him so that is the power of the holy spirit at work in his life so when temptation wants to come the holy spirit can just show you in the in the revelation in a open vision in a trance and say hey look at so and so look at who they are sending at so and so time be very careful in your conversations be very careful with the kind of people you are lying to your circle at this time it happens to me yes it even recently it happened to me I was able to overcome one grave mistake of reset because of the revelation that the holy spirit showed me you know so if you have the holy spirit you're able to overcome diverse temptations that is why jesus also tells us that yes the holy spirit will teach us all things that he has he will remind us of all things that he has taught us and he will show us things to come so satan is not afraid of any christian that quotes the scripture he's afraid of the christian that has the power behind the scriptures which the holy spirit empowers so i will be wrong to come and tell you that you can live a pure life by avoiding yes all of those things are important they are steps to living to have to overcoming or dealing with sexual struggles but right now we're talking about purity a continuous state of holiness purity is a continuous state of living um in pureness in living in in how do i say this now i'm trying to use a word that is not that is not so difficult to understand you know purity is a continuous state of living in holiness because the bible said in first peter uh, is it first peter now yes first peter chapter 1 15 to 17 it says be a holy for i am holy he said be be 
be righteous for one who has called you what is righteous so god has called you into he has brought you into righteousness so it is possible to live in righteousness every single day continually all the days of your life by the empowerment of the holy spirit but like we've been saying before what would make it easier for you to be submissive to the holy spirit and living a pure life is when you take away all of those triggers that trigger sexual immorality that triggers sexual sins when when you go away from those things from those places from the activities that would make you fall into sin fall into sexual sin so all of those things are helpful in maintaining the empowerment of purity by the holy spirit in your life so i believe we've gotten that aspect on purity yes so there are lots of scriptures on purity and i will not be quoting them because this is a podcast and like i said before i want it to be very brief i just want it to be like uh, a charge on our consciousness a charge on our lives that indeed we can actually be conscious of purity just as you are conscious of greeting your parents every morning good morning sir good morning ma or greeting your elders around you or respecting you know respect is a conscious effort you know you praying every single day to god and say ah, i need to talk to god because i want to mature in christ and i want to love god i want to know god more purity can also become conscious for you like that it can also become a part and parcel of your life you can just wake up this morning and say oh the holy spirit will tell you hey don't do that hey don't it's like he, he would lead you you know john chapter 16 verse verse 13 the holy spirit is a guide he's a lead it would lead you and say hey look at what you will do in overcoming so probably sometimes you may not even be able to divert the temptation you may be in the temptation but the the grace not to fall into it is the help of the holy spirit no he will just when the temptation is there he will just give you a, a means of escape that's what that's what the scripture says in first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 he says there is no temptation that will come at us that we cannot bear you know god will give us a way of escape so you must for you to overcome temptations for you to overcome all of these struggles you have to be submitted to god like we've been saying before be submitted to god if you're submitted to god he will you will hear him clearly and he will give you the way of escape just like the lost sheep and just like uh we being god's sheep you know jesus christ says he knows the sheep and the sheep knows him and they hear his voice so if you can hear the voice of god you will know when a stranger is calling and you will know when you are being enticed by sexual sin to get lost so that you know just like the bible of the lost sheep the sheep was enticed it's not like the shepherd was not trying or was not guiding him enough no the shepherd was guiding him enough but he was enticed there was lost you know it was all of those things were alluring even his heart had not become conscious of purity his heart had not become conscious that he cannot lead himself unless god leads him there are some persons like that in the christian community they tell you that oh i'm a leader i'm a christian i have the power of god i can guide myself i can lead myself ah on the area of purity i can stand strong and ah, nothing can fall me 
in that kind of situation you are depending more on your strength just like the lost sheep told the shepherd i can see i can guide myself i know where i'm going where you are taking me to now i will not see green pastures to feed them but where i'm going now there are lots of green pastures now going to the green pastures is it will it may just be that the first bend you will see green pastures and you keep going you keep going you keep seeing green pastures until you get to a point you see that that is your end and the end is a deep pit and you may even have fallen into the deep pit so that's how sin is but that's how sexual sin is even how the bible describes it in proverbs chapter 7 proverbs chapter 9 proverbs chapter 14 about the seductress the foolish woman who seduces people into sexual immorality the bible keeps saying that her way or her room it's what their way to death it leads to the chambers of hell so at first it is enticing it's green pastures it's even greener than where your shepherd is leading you to so in going after those greener pastures you end up falling into a pit end up falling into hell. end up you know going to hell and all of those things so sometimes the shepherd you may be too far gone for the shepherd to even locate you but i'm not saying that you are too far gone if you are already caught up in sexual sin or sexual immorality for you to hear this today means that the shepherd is close to you and he has come to rescue you so that you'll be a part of the 99 that he has left to come and find you so like i said before i will not be dropping so many scriptures i'm saying this as the holy spirit is inspiring me to say it today so purity purity is a continuous state of holiness of living pure of living in morality now more morality does not just mean you know obeying laws obeying the rules and regulations in your community and your church or in your society or in your country no it's it's just a state of spiritual you know morality i'm talking about spiritual morality you are not decadent spiritually or morally yes so that's but that's is like a continuous continuous state is a reality you know it happens continually so lastly i'm going to talk on wholesome sexuality yes it's possible to have a complete a total and whole sexual life it's possible to not struggle sexually it is very possible now it will not happen gradually it will not happen immediately it will happen gradually and even yes definitely temptations will come like i've been saying before because we are on this we are in this world we are humans yes and satan would always come and test our strength to come and always test you know like i gave that story this man he has already grown into a man and a pastor but satan wanted to use his teenage weakness against him so you see he 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 was able to defeat the sexual struggles because he was in god he had the holy spirit in him so it's possible it's not like temptations will not come it's not like you will not be faced with challenges that want to make you compromise on your standards or just drop down purity no the temptations will come but your ability to overcome it your ability to say no no matter the pressure no matter what I would still live in purity that is wholesome sexuality and wholesome sexuality also means that you have the right ideal of your sexuality that you are female that you are male you don't have to change your gender to be happy or to be satisfied no you are happy in the sexuality that god has created you or made you that's your biological your biological gender yes and that this sexuality also means that you have recovered from sexual abuse 
that you, you your identity is no longer conformed to the abuse, no longer conformed to the stigma, to the scar, to the hurt, or the trauma. Like you forgiving your offenders, you are you know that you are forgiving and you have also forgiven yourself, and then you are you are embracing a fresh start sexually. That is also wholesome sexuality. That is also ideal sexuality. So you know that all of the struggles that you've been through are not your identity. No, they were only unfortunate events that happened in your life that does n- that no longer defines you or does not define you instead it is the word of god that now defines you it, you are not defined by you being the temple of the holy spirit you being the temple of god and being able to live sexually pure from henceforth so i don't know if this has spoken to anybody but these are all from my end today so it's my prayer that the Holy Spirit will empower purity amongst us and that it will empower wholesome sexuality in our bodies in the name of Jesus Christ. So thank you for joining in today's podcast and I'll see you on the next series. Good day, friends. Bye. God bless.